This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 106 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. And today we have Jay Gilmore, who is the owner of Restoratives Cafe. And Jay, I don't know what it is, but it seems like every time I bring someone on that has you know, some relationship with food, I'm always hungry, so I'm, I'm hoping we're going to – maybe you can pass along some some awesome dishes that I can eat while you're talking, but probably that's not doable now. Probably not, but uh, mm-hmm. I'm always willing to share all the recipes, whatever you need. <laughs> so uh, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Things are going on pretty good, pretty good. Yeah, we're, good. we're surviving all this crazy time. It's always great to hear. So tell us about Restoratives Cafe. What do you guys do? Restoratives Cafe, we are a breakfast, lunch uh, cafe. We're here uh, 8 in the morning to 3 in the afternoon every day but Sunday. Um, We do a fresh juice every day. Uh, Specials rotate as we see fit. Uh, No real rhyme or reason to it. Um, We've been here since 2013. This will be year number 8 in August. So... um, yeah, very small space, um, family owned and operated. Uh, I own it. I'm the chef. Uh, I also wash the dishes, take out the trash, <laughs> serve the tables, do all the things. And what got you into the restaurant business? Oh, I failed out of real college. So uh, it seemed like the next logical thing. You know, I worked in uh, my first restaurant job was a dishwasher at CC's Pizza in Cape Coral. Uh-huh. And uh, then a short order cook at the Coral Lane Snack Bar, and I think I'd, I've only had one job outside of the service industry since then. It uh-huh. just, you know, it was fun, especially as a kid. You know, you're up late, you've got cash in hand. It's a fun business, fun people. You just gotta mm-hmm. get in the lifestyle. Fun, but, fun, fun, but also a lot of work, right? Also, yes, yeah. yeah. That yeah. keeps me busy for sure. Yeah. And where did the uh, name restoratives come from? Restoratives. Uh, so this is my first restaurant that I've, I've owned. I've worked in restaurants my whole life, but this is my first one. Um, and the original restaurant uh, came about in like the mid 1700s. Uh, it used to be that prepared food wasn't allowed. It wasn't uh, a thing that you would find. You could go to an inn and get whatever they were having at the inn. But uh, the concept of sitting down somewhere with a menu and having options that wasn't invented. And the, con- the, the, the sale of prepared food was controlled by various guilds. And this is, we're talking about France in the 1700s. And uh, so one guy started uh, selling soup on the street corner. And uh, when they came to him and said, hey, you're not allowed to do that. You're not allowed to sell food. He said, oh, it's not food. It's a, it's a restorative potion. It's a magic potion. It was uh, like a sheep soup that he was selling to give you vigor and, and, and health. And uh, so the word restoratives came from that and restaurant came from the word restoratives. It was just a play on the fact that this is my first. Plus, I make a lot of soup. So Uh we make magic potions. We make uh, juice and soup and smoothies, that kind of thing. So it just seemed fitting. So delve into some of your magic food, magic potions. What are you guys serving up there? Let's see. Today, our fresh juice of the day is pineapple, green apple, honeydew, cucumber, spinach, and lemon. Wow. Um, yeah, we come up with a different concoction every day of that. Uh, it's a big draw for us. People really, you know, uh, well, they, they start to just trust us on whatever we make. They know it's going to be good. So they <laughs> just come give in me one of those. <laughs> yeah. Just one of whatever. <laughs> that's, it is. 
that's a mouthful to order. So uh, yeah, yeah. take some practice to memorize all of that. <laughs> and and do you come up with the uh, combinations or or do you yeah. blindfolded? Yeah. How do you how do you no, come up? No, I um, you know, I first started doing juicing. I had a job years back working with the uh, the Red Sox, uh, doing their nutri nutrition stuff. I, I wasn't in charge of it, but I worked for the person who was. Uh -huh. And uh, we had to do a couple of those style juices every day. And they just kind of had a method to it. Keep the same colors together, try and balance bitterness and sweetness and a little bit of, little bit of uh -huh. acidity. And you just kind of get a feel for it, I guess. So. Wow. Wow. That's awesome. Any myths that you stumble upon in your uh, industry, in your business that you can dispel for our listeners? Myths. If anyone has a notion that they're, this is a glamorous industry, they are mistaken. <laughs> it is not that for sure. I'm sure it looks nice on the outside, but I mean, it's, if you ever go to the back of a kitchen, you know, it's, it's a bunch of hard work for sure. Long right. hours. Um, uh, sometimes there's uh, the pitfalls of, uh, that, that come along with hard work and, uh, uh, pirates that work in these places, myself included. So, yeah, that's true. So any, any, any notion of glamor, I think you could throw out the window. I, I don't know. It's hard. Having been in the industry my whole life, I'm not sure what people outside say. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. rarely get to go enjoy, you know, especially breakfast and lunch. I rarely get to go enjoy uh, a restaurant, but I do sometimes. <laughs> And from where you sit, is breakfast truly most important meal of the day? Is that? I say it is because that's my job to say it is. I, I also say that I almost always skip it. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, to me, the most important meal of the day is a very late dinner that uh, <laughs> you eat just before bed. And then I, I'm sure zero out of 10 doctors recommend it. <laughs> That's great. So what are you doing when you're not in the business? What are you doing for fun? Well, uh, I've got a 10 year old. He keeps, uh, keeps me plenty busy. Um, that takes a big chunk of the time. Aside from that, I've got a whole big handful. I spend most of the time here at the same plaza at the martial arts place, uh, the training grounds, grounds MMA. So I train with them for four ish days a week, depending nice. now that they're back open, especially. So, uh, yeah, I train up there, do Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and uh, Krav Maga MMA. It's a great stress relief, great exercise. You know, uh, strangling people on the regular keeps you uh, pretty even keel. Yeah, I, I've heard there's there's definitely benefits to that, especially if you choose the right person to strangle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyone will do at a certain point. <laughs> but it's best to do it in a controlled environment, not to take your strangling out into the public. Yeah, yeah, that could be a problem. Aside from um, that, uh, music, I play some music. Uh, got a bunch of weird hobbies. Try and get out on, outside as much as possible, out on the water as much as possible. Ceremonial mm -hmm. magic, all kinds of weird stuff. So Ceremonial. my dance card's wow. full. What, what do you play music-wise? I play guitar, and I'm learning drums. We got a drum kit. My son's got a drum kit, so we're trying to learn it together. Uh, play a little bit of bass. I sing sea shanties. Uh, yeah. Nice. Weird stuff. Nice. Weird stuff. <laughs> How about hardship? Anything come to mind, a hardship that you've been through, got to the other side, looked back, and said, hey, because of that, I'm here. Uh, what comes to mind? Uh, you know, the whole thing has been an uphill battle. You know, we got here in 2013. The roads were uh, all tore up here in Estero, where I'm located. The plaza I'm in only has one entrance and exit. So we're hard to find. 
and wow. we're in a very small space and with a limited kitchen we had to design a menu that would work with uh not a real kitchen so we have to have a uh, uh, liquid cooking methods slow cooking methods we can't use a fryer we can't use anything like that it's basically just slow cookers microwaves and uh sandwich presses back here but we still managed to put out a good product so that was a big challenge we had to redesign the whole thing too, paint, lay tile, do the carpentry, do the plumbing, do the electric. Everything here was done by myself, my brother, and my dad. So yeah. that was that was a big challenge. And I then, mean, you know, in the course of being in business eight years, you know, we've had, you know, Hurricane Irma was a, definitely a big hit that we had to come back from, but we were the first ones to reopen. Uh, this mm -hmm. COVID-19 has been a, its own adventure, but the only thing to do was to pivot. You know, we started doing takeout only uh, for a while and we started doing dinners to go so people mm. can order uh dinner for two or dinner for four and it's changed every night and you just slide it in the oven and it's it's dinner so we we managed it okay you know we got by mm. on guile mostly wow so wow. but it's um the the challenges too of just uh being used to you know owning your own business you're you're right. the buck stops with you ultimately if something messes up, it's your fault and it doesn't ever stop. If it, you're still on the clock when you're asleep, you know, to a certain degree, if there's an if there's an emergency, that's, you're the only one to call. So no, it's very challenging, but now after doing it for so long, I don't think I could go back and work for yeah. anybody else. I, that sounds horrible. <laughs> and I don't think I would stay employed. I don't think I would be able to fit <laughs> into anyone else's mold now. I've had the taste of freedom and found it sweet. You've been ruined. Yes. Yeah, uh, it's true. It's great. It's great. So, Jay, one thing you wish uh, our listeners knew about your company, what would that be? That we're here. That would be the biggest thing. Once people come in the door, they usually fall in love with us. But we have people in Estero uh, who said they've lived here the whole time. They have no idea. They've been here for a decade. They have no clue that we were tucked away in this little strip mall. So that's the biggest thing is getting people through the door the first time, let them try the food, let them experience the place and the rest kind of takes care of itself. I think yeah. that um, they can see that we're a small tight knit group. You know, the people who work with me have been working with me for years. Um, we, the people who do come in, it's, you know, the Estero community. It's uh, we're the little cultural hub of this little corner of the world. All right. So our listeners want to know where the heck are you? We are at the corner of Broadway and 41 um, in the plaza. It used to be the Rick Johnson Plaza. Now it's the Tires Plus Plaza. Uh, the address is 20461 South Tamiami Trail, Unit 20, all the way at the end in the front. Um, as the open signs, we have our sign out front. It's not lit. It has the restoratives logo up on the... Uh, up. You can mm -hmm. see it from 41, but I think people thought because of the ambiguous name that we were a furniture repair store and not a restaurant. Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> people. It's a What's fun story. It's a fun story once you come in and hear it. But if you just hear restoratives, they don't think, <laughs> oh, food. So. Oh, boy. Yeah, that's good. Well, man, it's awesome. I, I, I hope our listeners uh, are making U-turns and heading your way. I hope so, too. Yeah. We will be here tomorrow. We have vacation coming up. I will let people know that we are going to take a small, for the first time in two years, we are going to take a small vacation, 4th of July weekend, and we will be off that week and half of the next so that we can do some maintenance. I am going to change ceiling tiles, 
clean the grout, you know, those type of things, things that, you know, when you're here every day, it's, it's hard to get to repaint the floors, do certain things like that. But yeah. we will be back after it, uh, July 15th, but we'll be here till then. We'll be here till 4th of July yeah. weekend, uh, eight to three every day, but Sunday. Yeah. Isn't that the, the life of the entrepreneur? Your vacation is centered around working on your business. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. We're going to get a little trip. We're going to get out of town yeah. a little bit, but just a little Florida road trip. Yeah. yeah. Where are you going to go? Have you figured it out yet? We're going to do, I'm going to take my son. We're going to go up to uh, do some of the spring country, which we love. Probably go up towards the uh, Live Oak area and then swing back through. I'm going to take him to Kennedy Space Center. Uh, they've reopened some of that. He's going to love that. Uh, do a couple of days of surfing on the beach and then make our way back, maybe through Ocala and do those springs camp a little bit. And then, uh, dad might take a adult trip to the keys for a day. Nice. <laughs> we'll see. Oh, we'll see it as it allows. Yeah. Right, we'll get it in. Yeah. Well, who knows when you'll be able to do it again. True. <laughs> next, next summer, hopefully fingers crossed. <laughs> well, Jay, appreciate you sharing some time. I appreciate with us. y'all reaching out to me. This is fun. Yeah, yeah. and uh, our listeners, get on over to not that furniture restoration, but Restoratives Cafe in Estero. Yes, thank you. All right. See you, man. Thank you. See you. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com. Or call us at 239-224-4105.